0: Monday Night Lights Monday Night Lights Monday Night Lights Let's talk about what's been going on at Viking Ice Arena You've never seen a league so exciting and tough and fast It simply must be discussed on an equally exciting and tough podcast What's it called? Monday Night Live The Nordics, the Whalers, the SEALs, the Americans, the North Stars. Who's gonna stall? Who will go far? And earn the keg. Who's gonna earn the keg? We'll find out in time. Give us a holler on the whoop line.
1: Oh, the Monday Night Lights podcast is back and we are in the well. I promised Troy we'd do this, and we did, like I said, or right, I didn't actually say. We actually have Andrew Heddis and Troy Otto here. How are you guys doing today?
2: Uh, feels good to be back, I guess, in this dangerous, uh, dank and damp room Not all the little alliteration there, but uh, it's it's good to be back. Yeah, it's been a minute. Feels great to be back in the well. Came in, cracked the windows
0: because want to keep the airflow going, got the fan going. Piercy immediately yelled at me because he had the air conditioning on. I said I would reimburse him the 24 cents. <laughs> For the twenty-four dollars for the increased AC cost for the uh, hour and a half for our safety, but it, feels,
1: also, it also feels great you, to
2: be back. Also, lets you yell at the window too if you need help. Exactly.
1: I, I will say this: I'm I have nothing against safety first because as someone, if you've been in the COVID channel, I've been kind of ahead of that. But for as much as you've talked crap about, I want to live my life. I want to do this. I don't give a crap. Yes. I was surprised you came in with a mask. You open the windows. Kind of that fear, but I I appreciate it and I'm not talking down on that.
0: I, again, I've, I'm courteous of others. My own, uh, my own personal, um, beliefs are one thing, but I'm just trying to be considerate of others
2: and I want everybody to be safe. Oh, here's a little aside. I mean, before we start the show, um, there's a COVID channel. So I, I feel like there's, like, a bunch of secret Monday Night Light channels, and the only way you get in is if, like, you're the owner and you get, like, a special invite. So there's, like, that channel. There's, like, the NHL Chell channel. There's, like, there's a bunch of – the politics channel. You got, Everyone always talks about it, and I'm glad I'm not invited to it because I would it, just never listen in. But, like, it, it's kind of funny to see all these idiosyncrasies and all these channels that no one knows about. You have to be, like, a cool kid to get in. I tend to – I don't – the
0: the Shell or Chell channel I am not in. I'm sure there is some others – that I'm unaware of. I am in the COVID channel. I can't remember the origins of who started the COVID channel, Um, but it's been, the COVID channel has been, no channel's perfect, but compared to the political channel, the COVID channel has been pretty good. I mean, there's some flare-ups in there, but for the most part, I think it's a good, um, you know, sharing of information. Yeah, I think- Everyone behaves for the most part.
1: I wasn't around at the very start. It was probably at least a couple weeks in, and someone- Probably Ty tagged me, hey, Piercy, and yep. then it helped ruin my life for a couple of weeks. So, yep. Uh, yep. you know, it's like you said, it's a lot more chill now that we've kind of um, gotten used to the whole situation of what's going on in life. But when things were early or mid-March, I guess, you know, there were some tempers flaring. People were worried. It was, uh, you know, just like the real world. It wasn't the fun uh, fun time. So just a few reminders, as always. You can give us a call on the WHOOP line, 714-75-WOOP. Email the show podcast at MNLHL.com. Follow and subscribe on Twitch. Right now, we only have three subscribers, so a lot of you guys, we were around 11, 12 people for a while. You know, you got those uh, Twitch Primes, just go to the site, click it. If you got that Amazon Prime, love to have it. Uh, Follow the YouTube page at YouTube at MNLHL.com as well. So let's go right to the news, the main event of the night, why we are here. The finals started last night, game one of the CAG unfortunately not at hazel park not at the olympic ice we were able to get ice at the troy ice arena the north stars one game one five to two against the seals uh troy victor over here let's give, have you start out with what you thought of the game
0: yeah well first of all it was all like captain jack serta is kind of the reason that the keg got played he he was one day in the executive office. He's like, oh, by the way, I'm skating at Troy tonight. I was like, what are you talking about? And he's like, yep, Troy's open. So I instantaneously, you know, called Troy Sports Center. They're like, yep, we're open. And then I bought six sheets of ice because that's, you know, basically bought all the ice that we could get. And uh, just happy to get it in just because of all the unknowns. Um, finishing the season has kind of just been hanging over our heads. You know, I just want to get it over it – as much as i want to play it and you know compete for the keg i also just want to close the book on the season so we can move on to the new season so very very happy and fortunate to get it in um, especially it was interesting because they opened because there's that court case ruling out of kalamazoo that the gyms could open so then the hockey rinks are kind of in the same category as of gyms so then troy decided to open and then on the eve of Gyms opening, then the U.S. Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals shut down the gym. So then I was like, crap, Troy's probably going to shut down. But then we call them the next day and they're like, nope, we're still open. So we're, you know, kind of on, you know, eggshells, but just happy to get it in. So hopefully they can stay open for, you know, one more week and we can finish it off. But um, as far as the game goes, um, you know, if (laughs) there was rust on every level, Uh, rust for the North Stars, rust for the Steels, rust for the refs rust for the timekeepers, you know, it's like, (laughs) and I will say in Panny's defense, um, the Troy rink has a unique, you know, operation system, you know, uh, Hazel Park's clock is like kind of a standard. You see that in rinks everywhere in the U.S. and Canada. Troy sports, I've never seen that set up in any other rink. So, you know, the first period was just kind of back and forth, a lot of energy for both teams, uh, but not a lot of performance, you know? So we were just kind of, both teams were very um, active and I thought it was back and forth kind of trading chances. Not many great chances in the first period. Um, Good effort, but just a lot of rust. Um, Then we got a power play at the end of the period with like, I think there was about a buck 47 on the first period when the penalty started. And then after about four minutes of power play time, you know, the first period had still not ended because- didn't couldn't figure out the clock situation. And, and I was telling Trent and Tim, I'm like, just end the period. I'm, and even though it was that like, we had the advantage of having this extended power play. I'm like, I know that this has been going on for more than a minute, 47. So just end the period. Then they went and had a discussion at the box. And then they came out and they put like a minute on the clock and said, we got a minute left in the power play after we had already had like four minutes. So very happy that we didn't score on that to kind of add any controversy. Um, then, then, for the second period, they had like the two minute auto horn on. So we'd be
2: playing. There's no stoppage. The horn goes off. You know, everyone's like, keep playing, keep playing, you know? So there was one time it was like a clear chance out front in the second yeah, period. Like the first yeah. time the horn went off and everyone yeah. stopped. And yes. then I, I don't know who, I think it was uh picked up the puck. And he's like, Oh, okay. And try, I mean, try to go in on the net. It was, <laughs> it was, so it was just, you know, it was all ugly
0: and beautiful at the same time. So, Um. In the then, as far as the game goes, in the second period, we finally got some momentum. It's like I can't. Oh, Joe, you know I can't remember how the play started, but Pete fired one out in front of the net. I thought it was for me. I kind of tipped it, fanned on it, and then it went right on Joe Ellis's tape, and he buried it. So you know, one nothing, and then like we, you know, a lot of momentum. We had a we did a quick change. And then Suits and Gio scored on the next shift. I think Gio came in and the puck ended up on Suits' stick and he finished. I can't remember exactly, but then 2 nothing. They did a quick change. Then, you know, we actually had a bad shift. And then Whoop takes a shot into Pete's shin guards. Boom, breakaway, 3 nothing. And it's like we're just like on top. Like Momentum was just rolling. Everything felt awesome. Um, but there was just tons of time left. And kind of had this feeling, you know, we we're on the bench, like, keep it going. Keep it going. Don't let up. And... There was so much time left, you kind of had this feeling like if we could get the next one to make it 4 nothing, okay, game over. But if they get the next one, it's 3-1, dogfight, and that's exactly what happened. You know, Ty, we kind of went into a shell, even though we tried not to. And then Ty had kind of a lazy clearing pass up the middle. Lepoudre picked off 3-1, and then you're just like in oh shit mode, you know. And then they, I think we were on our heels for most of the third period you know, Fister scores, makes it three, two. And I think there was tons of time left. Like it's about six minutes yeah, and 30 six seconds. Minutes, so it's just kind of, you know, and then we were kind of pinned in and, you know, and then I, I, somewhere in that sequence, I think when it was three, two, I had this, the puck came out, I had this empty netter and it just like, it was a little bit in my skates and I just couldn't gather it. I fan on it, fall on my face. And it's like, Oh, and i just have this feeling of doom. Like, it's like, fuck, we're going to blow this lead and blah, blah, blah. Um, luckily for the North stars, you know, we've, uh, finally, you know, I think I blocked a shot from McShanick and then I was able to put in the empty netter and then there's a big sigh of relief. And then the fifth one was obviously just kind of a joke at the face off and it trickled in with the second left. So, you know, it was a hard, I'm not saying it was this beautifully played game, but the effort level for both teams was very high. Um, just happy as hell to win game one. And, um, I think, universally the north you know we were very very happy but we were universally like hey you know we got to come back on wednesday and regroup we haven't won shit and you know we know the seals are going to come out with their hair on fire on wednesday and we'll see what happens but i'd rather be up one oh than down oh one so that's it
1: uh headed so how did you see the game
2: um i felt it was like a microcosm of the north star season i, I think i kind of mentioned before we jumped on to the, the pod here um the first period, like neither team did anything. Um, the only person on the ice that was even playing, I felt, was Fister. It was kind of just like the Fister show. So he was on the ice and he would just skate hard miles an hour and like put pressure in like a almost like a one zero like two three like there was no one in the middle of the ice. It'd just be him in the forward zone for checking by himself. And then like toward, towards the very end of the period, suits had that chance that Troy mentioned where he's able to draw that penalty. And then kind of like the whole pen, like I want to say controversy It wasn't a controversy. It was just like the the clock being just. Janky anyways, so by the time that all kind of tied up I think uh, the second period kind of rolled into uh, both teams kind of realized you know what oh like we're already a period down zero zero Like we've just had this a lot of puck exchanges not a lot really happening or, or any, anyone doing anything besides Fister kind of like skating putting pressure on people and taking some shots from like distance Let's actually play hockey and then that's kind of what happened the North Stars Got that first goal and I think as like a fan sitting on the side You kind of felt wh- whatever team got that first goal was probably going to win that game um, it's just kind of the way the game was kind of touch and go kind of feely lot lots of uh, Turnovers and, and possessions at the top of each each team's blue lines and that uh, continue to kind of bite the seals in the butt when uh, Troy mentioned earlier that uh, whoop, you know shot that uh, One shot into Pete's shin pads and then had another turnover and then even for the North Stars goal in the third period uh, It was a turnover in the top of the zone uh, Laputre picked it up and then just kind of threw it on the net it wasn't a great shot but it went in and that kind of how started their kind of started their uh, their comeback train and in the third one. Um, so it, overall, the game was, as you mentioned, was a little sloppy, a little uh, you could tell it was, you know, people hadn't played a lot of hockey in a while. I mean, at least you guys got to skate once uh, before you skated. I can't imagine how it would have been if you'd, yep. <laughs> you guys didn't see the ice at all. Um, from what I've seen, though, unless some of the uh, some of the players on the seals kind of pick it up. And um, I don't know if we'll, co- we'll probably cover a little bit later, but unless some of the, the seals kind of like the, the, either the dresser strategy or pick up their, uh, some of their, their paces, like their key, like key guys um, like Shawnee and, and Rattler. Um, uh, I don't, uh, and, and Dill Dylan especially too makes a couple big saves. We need to, I don't, I don't see the seals pulling out a, I think this might be a sweep at this point, but we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later.
1: <laughs> yeah. It was weird watching the game. I thought the North stars first two periods, they probably won those the first period. Obviously there wasn't a lot of action, a lot of shots, but I did think they played better there. They scored those goals in the second period to get the lead. Um, when we, I was part of the skate where the seals had their warm up game and it felt like they were skating pretty fast and pretty good to me. But watching that game, everybody looked mostly slow. And I think part of that had to do with, um, you know, people just didn't have their legs out there. You know, I know when I skated, I fully didn't have my legs after a couple shifts. It was, not that I was super tired, it was just I didn't have that extra push in my skates. So
0: yeah, that it's interesting because Joe Ellis, he like, there most guys did get in. I'd say eighteen out of the twenty skaters got in a first skate, but Joe Ellis was his first skate. I think Rattler was probably his first skate too. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because Joe made this comment. He's like, my cardio doesn't feel that bad, and I kind of had the same feeling. Like my cardio was fine, but my legs were just like my. I just didn't have any like and my legs just had nothing to give like one little burst and then my legs. And when you don't have your legs, then it's like you kind of bumble fuck pu- your legs go with your hands, you know? And so- if
1: it makes you feel better, you look like you put the same effort that would you normally do in a game. So yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I mean, the effort level is high. It's just like, sometimes the body just doesn't cooperate, you know? So two different things.
1: Yeah, I, I get that. But, um, yeah, I know you were talking about Fister skating pretty hard. I thought Alan Z, he skated really hard the whole game as well. He didn't look like he missed much. I mean, I know on Instagram he looks like he plays a lot of tennis, does a lot of exercising, so he looked fast out there. But, yeah, I thought the North Stars took control early. They got those goals. It's always tough when you get the lead like that to actually, you know, not sit back too much and let up a goal or two here or there. You know, you guys were lucky enough to get, you know, let it back to one goal but then get the empty netters to take it there so uh i mean it
2: could have been three three in the third period i think uh, uh this was a game save the game uh riley made that i think if shawnee would shoot that puck like 10 times i mean i don't know if he's using his new pro return stick or what but i mean you, you gotta when you're right there in front of the net top of the crease and the goalies already committed downwards like in a butterfly and you gotta you gotta put that in the net and he and he went to go to that far right pad like slam it down low to like a, i guess i don't know what you would call it six hole or something and riley was able to do like this half split sick like mike richter kick save and me and cam and everyone's side was like oh whoa that's the that's the game right there it was, it, a, it was a great save that kind of yeah that that was definitely the save of the game and
0: the momentum saver and i think i've been in shawnee's position before and i I've, i'm thinking that shawnee probably thought he kind of had the whole net and and was just like you know. You know, if in the hindsight being 2020 20, probably would have elevated that puck, but I think he probably thought he had kind of the full net, and then Riley just got the pad over there, and it, that was. Definitely huge for us, because obviously if it's a 3-3 game, then all the momentum in the world would be with the Seals, and you know, and then the North Stars are just kind of like, holy fuck, what you're, did we just do? You're going
2: out to the parking lot to finish the game yeah. in OT. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I know Rups is playing pretty good defense on Shawnee too, but normally I think if it's a regular season, I've, I've seen Shawnee in those situations before where he's got someone hanging on him. He just has that strong core and stuff, and and that strong stick skills and puck skills that he maintains possession, and he'll, and he'll still slot at home. So it's kind of weird yesterday to see him uh, not like you know convert that chance and and he had a couple other chances yesterday I, like i was like oh is that the new is that the new pro return stick is it, or is uh shawnee just not have his legs yet so yeah.
1: so uh tomorrow actually july 8th is going to be game two forty five game uh if a game three is necessary it'll actually be this friday so we'll have a keg winner uh by the end of the week that game is uh at eight o'clock and then we're actually going to have an evaluation skate the following monday on the 13th at eight o'clock if there is a sweep. Big if there. Um, then the 10th would also be an evaluation skate to try to get any possible new skaters or to possibly get some people who haven't skated yet uh, a skate in to try to get their legs under them and just get out there.
0: Yeah. I would like to talk briefly about game two. It was awesome to have some fans out there, um, but I do feel like we're kind of just even lucky. We're definitely pushing the envelope to even be able... Like I know they've been having some adult drop-in skates there. I'm. I have... I have this wild suspicion that we are probably the first people to venture to actually like bring refs in, even though they're our friends, but I'm guessing they, you know, I know they're not having any coordinated Troy sports leagues, Mm -hmm. so we're kind of pushing the envelope. So, and I, I would stress that the spectators, you know, play by the rules, wear a mask, don't have 20 people in the scores box. Like we did last. I felt like at any minute that guy was just going to be like, shut us down, you know, so let's just be respectful. You know, wear your mask, hang out along the glass, you know, try to have some distance and try to limit if, if you do show up. Um, we want to have people there, but we also don't. Worst case scenario is we get kicked out. So don't
2: definitely don't want that to happen.
1: Yeah, he seemed like he was pissed about the beer. I don't know if it was just because it was behind the score area or the beer in general. So
2: it was, it was in general. Um, I mean, he told he told me, I think Matt, a couple other people. So, um, I mean, it, it's like, as long as you can't see it sort of thing, so. Yeah. Is like I'll let it slide. Like I'll let it slide, but you know Bob's on the camera. He'll if uh, so. You just got you know you gotta you can't just have like a t- walk around the case. And I was like yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. put it in the locker room. Like yes. Yeah.
0: So maybe next time for the spectators, definitely pregame. Maybe even bring bring like a a koozie or something to cover it up on the appearances that it could be something. And then I think they've been very cool in the parking lot. Like before, we can hang out as long as we want out in the parking lot. But let's just try to get through a couple more games and then you know.
1: Yeah, we're we're lucky to be getting ice. We don't want to mess it up either for these finals or for evaluation skates. So I agree. We it's nice to have beer. We don't have to have beer at those. We want to be, you know, respectful to the the rink. They're always cool about it. You know, during the season about drinking, and you know, like I said, we just don't want to mess it up. That guy was pretty pissed for that short time being. He seemed to calm down after people kind of moved away from the scores booth. But let's not take any chances. Try to wear a mask as well. You know, when you're in the rink, it's actually not that bad because it's kind of cool compared to other places. So, just do your best. Try to not make them mad, so we don't lose our lose our privilege right now.
0: Yes, weird. My saying all along is like, weird hockey is better than no hockey. You know, it's like guys don't like that. You can't shower afterwards. So a lot of complaining, but it's like, would you rather? You know, would you rather not play? Like for me, it's like a, I feel like a kid in a candy store just being out there again. So. I don't care how goofy it is or how many rules or restrictions. It's like, I'd rather play than not play. So not going to hear me complaining.
1: I totally agree. And you know, when you're looking at it today, uh, Whitmore was on CNN and she was saying, if I need to, I will pull back what we've actually let loose. So we don't want that to happen because if they do that, the chances of the rink staying open is probably going to lessen, you know, right now, Hazel park isn't open. So we don't want to take those chances. We want to get hockey open and fully going. So you know, the smarter we are about it, even if we don't necessarily like it, the chances are greater that we'll actually have hockey again. So uh let's move on to some news though. Unfortunately, I'm sure most of us know already. Well, good, good, bad news, I guess, is uh Joey Brennan decided to take a job in Arizona and has to leave ML and uh Stepped down from his co GM ship of the Maroons. Stop so. trying
2: to smirk as you say that. You are like, yes, big news. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's not true. No, it's not. It's not. Obviously, it's it's sad news. Yeah, and I mean, I, I know that you are not actually like happy he's leaving, but um, you are gonna reveal the the spicy uh the spiciness that. Uh,
1: well, that that's step that's that's the next item on the list. Oh, so.
2: oh, excuse but, me. Sorry. Yeah,
1: obviously, you know, I am buddy with Joey. It sucks that he's leaving, but you know. He's always, I think he's wanted to move to kind of a warm weather place in the past. You know, he's flirted with this uh, earlier in the year, I think it was. So hopefully I, he'll enjoy it and it'll be a good time for him.
0: I think, you know, you guys started doing this podcast. Has it been, have you hit the one year anniversary? Do you know your first episode?
1: It's it's pretty,
0: pretty close. close. It's pretty close. Yeah. yeah. So I remember going on the air at some point around this time last year and joey was gone and then we like did some negotiating to get him back if you remember like no we, i remember we had those discussions about- on air and it was the same gig in arizona so you know it, it's bittersweet you know it's um you're happy for joe because obviously that's a, a opportunity for him and you want him to be happy but you know he's been around a long time he was an original Steeler, original mnler so it's sad to see him go but the other piece of that is that piercy finally got his opportunity and he i don't know if i can get that in there he got his he's already got that maroon's hat so he slid right in there him and dougie fresh Mm -hmm. taking on the world so we're happy for the trusted voice um he gets his opportunity to be a gm and uh he's earned it and happy for him
1: yeah uh doug was nice enough to pick me as you know his new co-gm so I'm, i'm happy about that like i said it's not necessarily the way i would like to become a GM just because I'd rather have Joey around than be a GM if it came to, you know, one or the other. But it's exciting. You know, we started to meet on stuff, rank some players, go from there. But uh, more see, sad to see Joey go than I am to see myself as a, a GM. So,
0: yeah, yeah Piercy and uh, I mean, I think they're point seven miles away. So they meet halfway. They both ride their bikes, you know, and uh,
2: Excha- exchange coded messages exactly, in a bottle. Exactly. Oh, I think Panty actually is is a. Seventh rounder after the reconstructed uh, biomechanical knee, he's he's got more power. Like, uh, put it in the ivory chat. Gives him the bottle, opens it up, decodes it.
0: Yeah, team Uh, cross.
1: I'm I'm not going through any of those, you know, rankings. That's all set in stone before I was there. There's no reason to talk about any of that. (laughs) Actually, probably another reason I was able to slide in is because I kind of fit in that Joey keeper area pretty well as as well. So they didn't have to kind of mess with any of that stuff. So. I think all of that did work out as well.
0: Yeah, it's very seamless. You know, there's a handful of babies in the ivory tower that are just so fearful of Piercy that he's going to come in and (laughs) run amok and blah, blah, blah. But (laughs) Piercy's been nothing but a gentleman so far. And, uh, you know, welcome addition to the to the club.
1: Uh, I I appreciate that. So let's get to some player updates. So uh, we do have a new goalie locked in. Uh, name's Mark. He, uh, I didn't actually get to see him skate. It sounds like he's Antioch's buddy. I believe you saw him, Troy. Yeah.
0: So he is, he's, he's Paul's buddy, um, pan Greasy. He's committed to the league. Just the way everything works, you know, I, he's very solid. He, a perfect fit for the league in my opinion, because he's good, but he's not like so good that, you know, you feel like you can't score on the guy. Um, so he, he fits, he fits right in there. I think he's going to, given the current goalie climate um like assuming i think the whalers have the number one goalie pick so they do i could see the i could see the whalers taking a flyer on this pan guy but if they want to take you know a dylan or a cam you know i could see that too but if the pan is available at the second spot like he will be an american just because he's antiac's buddy that's where he's slotted so for the guys like me sitting there at you know i like four or five with the goalie pick or six. I think we have six. It's like, there's no chance I'm going to get him, but uh, I think he's going to be a good fit for the league. I hope um, as long as he shows up every week, but um, ability wise, I think he's right there. He's going to be a, you know, he'll step right in and be one of the top half of the league goalies.
1: And that, that's one of the, the hard part right now that I'm kind of finding out is we're going to see these goalies once yep. probably max. So, you know, you don't know if they played really good that day. They played bad that day. It's, it's hard to really know, you know, I like you said Antioch, he knows him, so uh chances of him going over Dylan are probably slim, so it makes it a little nicer that he picked him because he knows that background. But you know, with one of the new other new goalies coming in, you pick him because he had a hot night, and then he turns out to be a lot less. That yeah. that kind of hurts, and it's a risk I guess you have to take coming in.
2: I'm pretty sure if any team needs to hire some uh, consulting services, CC and H uh, uh, brothers can come in and help you guys uh, uh, consult and your goaltenders and, and rank them for you. Conor uh, Clauser, and Heddis um, affiliated. Yeah, yeah, we we have low rates. We'll charge. We'll we'll make it easy. We'll put it in like colors and stuff and stars, and it'll we'll make it all no jazzy, put like a PowerPoint for you. Yeah. I will say that, you know, being a former
0: bender goalie myself, it's like, I, there probably is some advantage to having a goaltender because I can watch a guy, you can tell how a goalie moves, you know, it's like whether he stops the puck or not, that can change on a given night. It's on some luck and bounces, but you can tell how a goalie goalie moves. And you can just tell any from any X guy. He's solid. the other guy that I don't think he's officially committed yet. Um, but he came out, um, is Brandon? Is that Costanza? The yeah, the, you know, um, he's more that one's more interesting because if he do- assuming he does commit, I thought he was um, a notch below Pan Greasy, um, which is the Antioch's buddy, and he was okay. He's solid. He fits right in. But do you take you know do you take a guy that you've seen one time over you know like a Riley and a Ryan Z who you know what you're going to get? They've been in the league. They're reliable. Um, that will definitely be a gamble. Um, so that'll be interesting to see where he gets slotted. I, I could see him going. And again, then we still have a whole nother goalie that we haven't even seen yet. So the goalies are very interesting, but I could see that Costanza guy. I could see him going as high as like a four or a five. And I could also see him going to number seven. So, uh, that will be interesting.
1: Yeah. I, I actually got to see him in person. He reminded me a little bit of Cam kind of how he moved Um, he seemed to I felt like he wasn't giving it his all maybe during you know I guess it's a drop-in type skate his leg pads seemed a little uh, narrow to me compared to other goalies as well but he moved good he seemed to have you know the basics down you know like you said perfect fit in the league he's a guy based on the one skate where maybe he gets drafted later like you said but then turns out to be better than we realize as well
0: yeah yeah he did. It's funny because when he skated out, goalie's always interesting. You can never tell the age because I kind of thought he was more in like the 25, 30, 35. And then he, we got in the locker room and I think he's on the older side, you know, not like if I thought 60, he was younger, too. But I but I think he's I. Um, what's his connection to the league is it the admirals so he
1: knows skillman yeah, apparently maybe, he i don't know if he filled in or yeah. was the admiral's goalie yeah. or
0: well maybe skillman can let us in but i my guess is he's probably 40 45 years old
1: skillman's a pretty tight-lipped guy he yeah. seems like he'd be <laughs> trying to keep that information to have him slide yeah. to the tigers yeah
0: yeah where are the, are the tigers
1: i think they're last
2: the last again okay
0: yeah it'll be interesting
2: you know and again I'm Monday Night Lights conspiracy to put Tiger's last goaltending draft. And and (laughs) you know what? It's like, and I'm
0: sitting here, it's like how you finish a season. Like, if, 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 if we win the keg with, with Riley, how can I not, and Riley's available, how could I not, you know, take him next year? But then, but if we blow it and we lose two, you know, I'm going to, of course, it's going to be the goalie's fault, you know? So it's, (laughs) you know, it's, it's it's interesting, you know, that kind of changes your perspective on things. And then we'll talk about this. Um, it's the same thing with Suzy, you know, um, you know, with now with Doc Hollywood not being in the draft and it's like, you know, if we win the keg, it's like, and Suzy's sitting there number four and Pete's sitting there at number four. It's like, how do you choose between two of your, uh, two guys that won you a keg, you know, if that happens, you know, Yeah. I, wh- I, whereas if we lose it, it's like, I'm, you know, maybe I'll take Serta, you know, who knows?
1: Yeah. And I did, uh, I did ask Cone about uh, Costanza, and he uh, he has an invite out, but he hasn't officially accepted or didn't, uh, rejected the actual right. invite. So we're still waiting to hear that um, as well. So we're supposed to have another goalie come, I believe, Monday. Correct. I'm not sure his name.
0: Um, that's I, that's Cone's boy. You know that he's pretty excited about. So what's like, that guy's name?
2: Is that is that the one's Lance? No That's a, he's think, mentioned There's No, just, the
0: Lance Piranis guy is out. Okay. I, um I think his name is Brett, I think. Maybe if Cone's listening, he can chime in.
1: But it apparently is thirty seven, according to Skillman in the chat. Okay. Ooh, spicy tape. That
0: sounds about right. Okay. Um yeah, so this Brett if his name is whatever his name is, it is definitely and I have it in Slack already, but it's uh this is Cone's buddy and and Cone's pretty high on him, just like kind of skill wise. I think he thinks he's a good fit, but just kind of attitude. He thinks he's a nice kid, and he wants to get him in. And I think he's younger.
1: The big question is is if uh, Costanza doesn't accept the invite into the league, then we're going to be short a goalie, Yep. and how do we handle the draft at that yeah. point? Because I know there was talk if we can't get enough goalies, Cone possibly playing goalie, but does that have to be decided by next Tuesday? Or yeah. Only- there is talk about actually pushing the goalie draft back as well?
0: Yeah, I mean well there's a lot of balls in the air still if um if we and we everyone wants to do the draft the draft is fun anticipation everyone wants to do it but we have to guard against the enthusiasm to have the draft and doing it too early and fucking up you know so if the draft we did a tentative date for tuesday if we need to push it back to get another evaluation skate till wednesday or thursday or you know heaven forbid one more week we'll have to do that because rather than you know guessing at things so I think we're in good posi- position, you know, I think we'll be able to shake everything out and finalize everything. Um, but if we have to push the draft, you know, we'll, we push the draft. And Cone's kind of the goalie. It, it's interesting because after all these years, Cone said I should be the in charge of the goalies as he's not going to be a goalie anymore. But Cone is definitely 100% in control of that. So um, I would be pressing this gentleman, the Costanza, for kind of like a, hey, you know, a yay or nay, we kind of need to know here in the next Day or so. Um, and the fact that, and again, I know it a drop in skate. So it, it's not, he didn't get to witness the full blown ML, but it's a red flag. You know, it's
2: like, eh, yeah, maybe
0: I'll get back. It's like, no, fuck you, dude. It's like, this is an awesome <laughs> league. You know, so you should be
2: excited to well, join. I mean, you know? I know Koner has a bunch of names too. I mean, I gave him a guy. I don't know if that's the same guy. I mean, Dave P and, and Dylan knows uh, the dude. Um, I'd mentioned before on the MNL Labat Blue Party deck. So I mean, I think he has a couple more names in the in the, the revolver arsenal. But I think he's trying to you know he, he's trying to do it in like the order he kind of like uh, built out or received it in. So yeah. um, I mean, maybe if this guy says no or um, his guys his his buddy says no or something, he probably has a couple more names he can throw in.
0: And I also don't have a problem. Peter. Like if Cone says I'm skating 100%. Okay, then we can firm up the skater list, have the skater draft. And then if we need to push a goalie, separate goalie draft, you know, two or three weeks later, you know, that's fine. But if it's like, this guy doesn't say yes, and then Cone might be back to be a goalie for the Nordiques, then it's like, we can't be wishy-washy, you know. Yeah, so, I, th- I
1: think that's the main thing. I agree with you. I'm sh- Sometimes it can be tough to find goalies, but I'm sure we can find one. Uh, but I think the hard part would be, oh, Cone was supposed to be a six-rounder, and now he's going into the draft, or right. going into the goalie draft. What right. do you do with that slot that's yeah. missing? That's, you know we have to make that cut off of he's a skater no matter what at this point going into yep. the draft and i think if we do that we'll be good there um other news you kind of already said though was um so hollywood is now out for the year's not able to make it uh replacement for him is still uh to be determined for that as well
0: yeah i think we have um you know so this hawk this hawk is in the league um he came to two evaluation skates i think everybody knows feels comfortable with that i think Dougie's. Um, buddy Retkowski has, you know,
1: he's supposed skated. to be coming on Monday.
0: Yeah. He skated a couple times in the spring and he's coming on Monday, possibly Friday. So I think he's pretty much got a spot. So the Doc Hollywood spot, um, we, I know Manny has a buddy coming. Serta has a buddy coming. So we have at least a couple options there. If for all these people, you know, all you, anybody listening, if you have a buddy that you think would be a good fit for MNL, um, now's your time you know t- there's an evaluation skate on Monday if they uh, any new evaluated player you know gets top priority so if he can skate on Monday he's in um and then we'll just kind of sort it out from there but it's all very tight you know and then doing this last Monday and then a draft on Tuesday it's 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 all a little scary like I'm as I'm sitting here talking I'm thinking you maybe push you should it. honestly you should push, push it back a week at least and if not a week even to like maybe Thursday just to have a couple of days so We'll 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 see. You know.
1: Now but, now, a question for you since you're kind of a neutral party here. Hollywood first rounder. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be in. People have been preparing for that many high level players. Should we be looking to what talent level should we be looking to replace him with? Should we try to stay at a high level value? Should we go to a mid level, low level? Does it even matter?
2: Um, I guess it just kind of depends on the the direction you want the league to go. I I would be I guess in the category of it it doesn't. It doesn't matter, quote unquote, because it, it, it's not a singular decision, unless it's the ivory Tower's singular decision, right? And it's I guess it's Troy and Pandy's decision ultimately, right? I mean, you guys are like the commissioners in the league, but if the league if the league doesn't want to get better faster and they want to make this league open and available to you know people that are more benders like of the league that can keep pace with you know even some of the top guys, like you know you can you can but the Proctor stopper piercing. we were sitting right in front of you. So I mean, you can keep pace with Proctor. I mean, if you have to sometimes like just skating them down in the corners and things like that. I mean, do you want to bring in a guy that's so high end talent, like another Matt Taylor that like every team gets one Matt Taylor, or do you want a better, or do you want like a, a better gradient and bring in a lower guy, another, like a guy like Wilkie or like, or Hal or somebody and and, and make the last rounds have, you know, make, make every team be stuck with like one or two benders. So it's, it's different philosophies on how you want to go throughout um, adding that extra player to the league. Um, if you're just going for uh, any, I, I again, I don't know who's gonna, I don't know who's gonna fill that spot, but if you're just going for like a pick for pick, uh, you'd probably want to add a first rounder and yeah. But I mean, if if you're the ultimate or not the ultimate, but the I guess the finality of like the the goal of the league, or the final goal of the league is to have a league that you know the average player is like a fifth rounder, and there's you know and like the fifth and their fifth rounder is like Skillman, Dave P, Turnbull type like. Uh, Dougie type of you know like players then maybe adding a lower end guy is what you want but if you want more you know quick you want more outlet passes and quick uh and you know and quick and quicker forwards quicker speed games in the boards and in the middle of the ice maybe adding an extra you know elite player might like Doc Hollywood kind of level might be the better route so you kind of have to actually ask the I guess the commissioner And uh, the other commissioner is not here right now, Mr. Pantydropper and uh, whoever else in the ivory tower, kind of that big question, or maybe you do a league poll about it. I don't know. It's up to you. It's at this point. I mean, I don't really have much of a, much of a say. So,
1: so I'll, I'll go next. You know, I don't really know how that works either. I guess my thing would be is first, we want to make sure that everybody sees a person skate, kind of know their ability. So no one gets that big, you know, Oh, we think he's a fourth rounder. you, someone takes him in the fourth. He turns out to be a second, uh, my biggest thing I think is we want someone that fits in with Monday night lights. I care about that more than someone being super good, super bad. You know, they're fun participate in Slack. Hopefully, you know, just a good overall guy is kind of my big thing. But as long as we're prepared, and know who it is. Um, it is nice. The timing thing's also tough as well, because, you know, people are talking about things behind the scenes. What kind of moves you want to make? Well, you want to know how that chessboard's playing out before you make those decisions of what you want to do with, you know, a move or B move as well. So, the timing's nice and just knowing that ability of the player I think is what matters.
0: Yeah. And I will say that the, where you fall in the draft is completely random, different from last year. I think, again, I can't remember the exact timing, but you know, if you recall the seals and the Deeks had a trade worked out and then someone bailed from the league, got added to I can't remember, but the, they had some deal done with an expectation that player X would be available and then it didn't happen. And then they reversed it. So that's not the situation here. Like for example, we, we had the draft lottery and then if the Maroons made a trade with the North stars, you know, for their number four overall pick anticipating taking doc Hollywood there. And now docs there, I would be, you know, I'd be like, Hey, we should probably try to get someone to fill Doc's shoes, but you know, nothing has changed. You, you're promised nothing, but your spot in the draft, no one's guaranteed a player pool. So I agree with Piercy. Um, you know now if a player fits all the other criteria and happens to be at a similar skill level and then doc great but i wouldn't make that the triggering you know if this were post draft we'd be having a whole different discussion but pre-draft i think finding the right fit getting them evaluated are the top factors
1: and obviously you know if we have find someone who's you know clear cut above proctor who's like a 22 year old speedster that can do everything you know we might want to stay clear I, of that, but as long yeah. as they fit in that range, probably a talent we have now, it's probably okay. Now, now the, I'm
2: racking my I brain. Think the, who, I think there's who who a, had, like who bailed that? Like how did there was that oh, a trade? Oh yeah, it was yeah. What happened? Um, um was it uh, was it showed It wasn't Choden. it was no. no, it was somebody else. Anyways, but as I say, I think there's an unsung rule though in Monday Night Lights that you don't bring anyone like under 25. I think that's kind of yeah. like the yeah unsung rule, but
1: yeah, we need to get an average age of the league and not bring anybody in that's like more than three or four years younger than that average age to keep the age going
0: up. And piggybacking on that, um, most people have, have, um, you know, paid their money um, for the draft. The whole point of that is that we want people to, you know, we want to know that people have some skin in the game so they can't just willy-nilly, you know, bail. So, um, most people have paid. If you haven't paid, please do so. Or, email Panny and be like, look, I'm 100% in. I just need another week to get a paycheck or something, you know, but, but not paying and not communicating, that's no good, you know? Um, so please just let us know because what we don't want to do is draft somebody and then find out, Oh dude, I'm out or blah, blah, blah. So please, if you're one of the few people that haven't paid, um, please communicate with Panty. Um, so we know where you stand and that you're going to be drafted. And if you're on the fence, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to pressure anybody, but we kind of need to know because we're firming up the numbers. It's not kind of need to know, like we need to know. So it's it's definitely decision time and so that we can finalize this list and move forward.
1: And that first down payment is supposed to be $200, just as a reminder. Um, if he paid for spring, that went towards the fall. Yep. Uh, but yeah, let Drager know either or either get the payment into Drager or let him know just where you stand and where things are going so we can uh, appropriately, you know, make plans for that. Uh, Speaking of which, July 14th, 8 p.m., supposed to be the draft as of right now. There's a couple things there, just firming up the list, how long that'll take, even goalies. And then also, we still don't totally know about a location as of yet as well either.
0: Yeah, we had the uh, Bowling Alley sponsorship. Um, I don't know who has reached out because... With these bars being closed, the bowling alley is unique because they're a bowling alley that happens to be a bar.
2: So I, the, I, the bar, barport actually, ironically, you know, and this isn't allegedly. This is this is actually. I I just happened to run in yeah. to Liz from the bowling alley the other day yeah. at uh, um up at Cozy's Lounge before yep. the, night the bars all closed down, and she was saying that, and I believe uh Peso and Cam have spoken to Heather too, but um. She said that the bowling alley side is actually like closed right yeah. now, but the bar is open and they're open from like like five days a week until like twelve at night, and then like the Saturday, Sunday they're open like a normal time. Now with like the way it is, um, with the bars being closed, they're probably gonna it's probably gonna be limited to like only a couple of days a week. She was saying, um, but yeah. they would it's, it's something they just have to go reevaluate. Yeah.
0: So we so what we're kind of kicking around is. You know, obviously doing it outdoors makes the most sense for a lot of reasons. If the bar is closed, even if the bar wasn't closed, like, you know, having 50 dudes in a confined, sweaty bar room is probably a good way to, you know, exchange COVID if someone happens to have it. So probably not smart um, on a lot of levels. So we had kind of talked about, you know, doing it in someone's backyard, you know, possibly mine.
1: Um, which which, I, which is tough if you have fifty guys on yeah, a just, Tuesday.
0: It, yeah, it's just a lot. Um, and I and again, I'd be willing to do it, but I think what we've kind of landed on, which makes sense, is let's let's do it in the um Troy Sports Center, you know, parking lot because they have been good about letting us kind of hang out after the skates. They're they're already open, so I don't think like the like the possibility of like the cops rolling up on you is low because a lot of this like, we discussed possibly doing it at a city park. But most city parks where they have the space, but they don't, you're not allowed to bring
2: alcohol. So, um, we, so but does that come from Metro parks too? I mean, like if you went to like a Stony yeah. or, or Kensington or something, we don't,
0: I don't know that for sure. That's we, that was kind of more local parks. Um, we could definitely look into it, but yeah, um, it's looking like we're probably just going to do it you know, in the, you know, the back parking lot or side parking lot of Troy Sports Center, but that hasn't been confirmed, but we'll, we'll let everybody know. When when
1: that was discussed, are we going to actually reach out to Troy about that? Because I was planning, I think that would be risky as far as our relationship with them. If we did something like that without their permission.
0: I was planning on talking to them, you know, tomorrow about that.
1: Or an
2: option. I mean, you know, because Whoop Whoop's fantastic. At, I mean, you probably know this because you've you've lived with Whoop forever. But uh, Whoop's fantastic at making connections, and he may have made a great connection with uh with Frank the other night, uh, the owner of Joe Cool's and a couple other bars in the area. And Joe Cool's just happens to have an outdoor patio on the one side. So do,
0: and that do they? I'm trying. It's to, pretty small. Is it though. just that front patio? Is they, that
2: they have a they have like a side portion patio, and then they have a little front one to the right of the door. But what yeah. I was what I was thinking is you could have, you know, all your GMs and um. Yeah like the teams, like not the teams, but the GMs of, of each team and like the board outside in the patio. And then if people want to, like you said, sit in the side of the bar and drink, or if they want to be out in the parking lot of Troy after a skate or something, yeah. they could do that. And you could still see it like you could still see the um the board. That's definitely, I mean, we're gonna be there tomorrow night. So that's
0: and I think some of the boys went there you went there afterwards. Was, uh, yeah. So we should definitely, you know, we should be pursuing multiple options. And that was is one that we should pursue. So if they yeah, if they have a big enough area where you could get half in, half out, and, you know, that yeah, would Yeah, the other thing we sense. need
1: to consider is, um, I think even with restaurants, it's 50% capacity. So it's hard to say, like, the bowling alley, even if they are open, it's not to say that they're, we're going to be the only ones there. So yeah. we could show up and they could be like, oh, sorry, 10 of you guys can get in here right now. Yeah,
0: yeah. I th- I'm thinking, you know, outdoor patio is the way to go, whether that's Troy Sports Center parking lot, whether that's Joe Cools, if there's another, I'm... You Know if anyone has uh, some great idea of a, a big ass patio setting.
2: Um, I know there's one, I mean, you can't drink at firefighters, but like Firefighters Park has gazebos. I mean, like, ex- oh,
0: firefight, the, and and the, I actually looked into that today because the Troy Parks have a lot of parks that have pavilions set up, would be perfect. Um, but you're not allowed alcohol, but if you get a permit if you pay a small fee, you can bring alcohol, but unfortunately their parks and rec department is closed. So I called park and they're closed. Then I actually called the Troy dispatch, the police department. I said, Hey, I tried to get a permit, um, but they won't get it. I was like, so if we bring alcohol, would, you know, would you look the other way? And they're like, no, you know, no, I, maybe he didn't want to give me that blessing over the phone. Like, I, But that would be a risk if we... This looks,
2: like, looks like a job for uh, Officer A. A. Ron to pull some strings. Yeah, so, uh, that's possible. I'll, uh, we'll have to message uh, Officer A. Ron, see if he knows a guy that knows a guy in yeah. Troy. I, and I actually have one friend that's a city of Troy cop.
0: I sent him a text message. He has not responded.
2: Ooh, yet. Fister with the hot take. Uh, Fister said B-Dubs has that tent along the side of the Troy parking lot, too. So, we you know, between the dentist, uh, there's a dentist office in the back and to Joe Cool's yeah. and there's a B-Dubs next door. Yeah. They have that tent out there, too, so that could be an option uh-huh. as well. We should definitely explore those tomorrow um, as okay. well.
1: Yeah, th- those will be interesting. I think the big thing with any of those is we'd probably have to talk to them ahead of time yeah. and try to, like, reserve it for our own. So for sure. So, it could be a thing where they're that desperate saying, hey, we're probably going to have 40 to 50, 60 guys there. They're going to want to drink. They're going to want to eat. Yeah. Get you a nice little, uh, you know tab ran up so yeah Yeah. you know as we said we'll explore ideas right now the draft is supposed to be the 14th but with locking people in and just finding a spot that could change other things with like a metro park or something a lot of those don't they close at sunset we're trying to start at eight could be difficult as well so
0: the seals could do everyone a giant solid by just laying down tomorrow
2: so you can
1: (laughs) So we can well, close up the keg uh, uh, and uh, use that
2: Friday for an evaluation skate. You know, pre, pre, pre COVID your boy here, spicy was pretty all in on the the seals, the way they finished out their series and like the way they matched up and lined up against you. And then they went with a, a peculiar stratagem last night, lineup style. And, and some of the guys looked a little bit, uh, less, uh, or more rusty or less, uh, more, less, less cement in the skates or more cement in the skates. I guess it makes more sense than, uh, some of your better players. So like I said, I definitely felt like it might be a sweep coming up, but, uh, you know, yeah, you never know. You never know with the, how everything pans out. It's interesting because
0: um, I know this wasn't on Piercy's itinerary, but no, definitely um, wasn't. I, it was. I knew. I knew just from you know the delay and from the evaluation skate, and Todd got all drunk and he told me, so I knew <laughs> that they were going to split up Shawnee and Fister. You know. Um, so that wasn't a surprise and, and it wasn't going to change. Of, of course I want to know just out of curiosity, but we've had our same lineup. We weren't going to change our lineup. So whether they kept Fister and Shawnee together, wasn't going to change anything that we did. Um, but when they had that pregame skate, it's like they had Fister and Shawnee separated and Allenzy Z was Shawnee and they looked unstoppable, you know, like Fister in that, in that one game, it's like they were buzzing, buzzing, buzzing. So, um, I, and we're a balanced team. So I think they wanted to have two balance by splitting them up. They had two balanced lines. Um, so last night it didn't really work out, you know, for them. And we we got the W, but it's tricky trying to make that adjustment for in the Stanley keg when you've put them together, like basically the entire season. So I understand why they did it, um, but I'll be, and I'm not even saying it was the wrong decision, but they lost. So it's like, it's a, it's a, game of second guessing you know if you lose and you're the coach like you get second guessed done for all your decisions even if they're not wrong
2: they didn't have a coach behind the backstop exhibit yeah. a when yeah. they pulled the goalie last night and they and they iced four players yeah and then five yeah. and then finally six after yeah. 35 seconds yeah but, yeah whoop was kind of a whoop was
1: kind of a mess yeah. where, you know there was the incidents with the penalty and the clock and him trying to truck over and yell yeah. at drager and drager yeah. getting all yeah feisty, and, so feisty
2: yeah. yesterday panty yeah. just was like whoo yeah but, but point being, it'll be very
0: interesting, you know, to see if they if they come out with Shawnee and Fister on the same line uh, tomorrow night, um, or, or if they they stick with their new strategy. It'll, it'll be interesting to see you know what they choose to do.
2: You got you got to put confidence in Rattler, and then you just I mean, hey, look, like the Tigers. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like I practically built, helped build out that. Well, I don't want to say help build out, but I built out that the lineup that faced you guys, beat you guys in the game, and took you guys to OT. So. Yep. I, it it's good it works that that the way what i pre, I preached to, to skillman and everybody else and ryan allen and and, and I told todd it works so i mean and you just don't if you don't want to play that type of hockey which is kind of i got the vibes from before uh from some people in the seals like then yeah then you know it, it then don't do it but by the same token it's literally the stanley keg like this may be the last game of the season or maybe the second last game of the season to me like if if it's a regular season or something or playoffs fine. You, you want to do youth. That's fine. But like, it's like the most important game. Like you, a player can, if you give someone an assignment or tell somebody to do something, most, yeah. most people will be understanding enough. So, you know what? It's a championship. I'll take one for the team. I'll, I'll be this left winger here on this line or I'll play defense here. or I'll play yeah. forward here.
0: W- whatever they do. It's like, it, if they start with them together, that's one thing. If they don't, and then we get up, it's going to be, I guarantee you it's a short leash and they'll be ready to adjust. It's, you know, it's all hands on deck. You know, it's so they're going to come out on fire and they're going to come out with the lineup that they think works. But at the same token, if they get behind, I think they'll switch to, you know, switch very quickly. So and like I said, it's not going to change. Our lineup's not going to change. We're going to roll out there. We have two lines. We're confident in both the lines and we'll just see what happens.
1: Yeah. And just a reminder, uh, game should be broadcast on Twitch again, you know, twitch.tv backslash MNLHL. Val- when
0: I looked on, when I wanted to rewatch all the glory, I, there was only like a nine minute clip that was uploaded Is did the, did the full game ever get uploaded to that?
1: I, I think the stream might've been going in and out a little bit because of, uh, you know, hotspot connection sounds like this, uh, this game coming up, we're going to try to use a Bins phone. I They use a different, uh, cellular company so maybe a little bit better uh hope drager might have recorded the whole thing on his computer i'm not 100 percent sure if he did or not
0: chad said the full game is probably recorded but not uploaded yet
1: that might be a youtube upload i'm not 100 percent sure but hopefully we'll get the game recorded and fully you know
0: it was great to see chad out there by the way you know oh, came, see, came in chad. from ann arbor and and again like Speaking, we're looking for these new guys to fill That's in. That's literally Doc Holliday's prison right there. Chad, I know. I know you're listening. You just got to play. You just got to play. I know. I don't want to put, you know, we all want Chad. I don't want to put undue pressure on him. I, You know, I can't, t- I don't know if he likes to be asked or doesn't like to be asked or blah, blah, blah. But I will say at one time, it's like, it would be awesome if Chad, the league is better when Chad's in it. Everything that Big Chad, facts. everything that Chad brings is like, it's part of the charm um, so everyone wants Chad, everyone loves Chad, um, whether you trade him or don't trade him or blah, the, blah, 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 The blah, humbleness, you know, the point just,
2: getting, the, yes. the, the, the the hot takes, the great, yes. the spicy facts yes. you don't expect, just M- everything M- about it. Yes,
0: ML is better with Chad and if he needs to pull the, you know, Maki, you know, I think Maki used to bunk up with Soukis, they were, you know, their, but, their Monday night bosom buddies, you know, so if that, I don't uh, envy that commute from Ann Arbor, so if Chad needs, you know, The auto dome, we have a basement, you know, I'm even, I'm offering up the auto basement for Chad, you know, if he needs to crash on Monday night so he doesn't have to deal with the ride, he'll have his own bedroom, own bathroom down in the
2: basement, you know, make it happen, Chad. What what needs to happen is his work needs to understand the importance of Monday night lights and they need to give him that extra, you know, three hour early morning on a Tuesday so he can start at like a 10 a.m. start time that'd be gucci that he'd be good to go at that point so just just stress that importance to your to your job see see if that works out Tell chance a, chance a, a software
1: deal. developer i believe they usually start at 10 or 11 anyway so i don't oh. think that matters
2: yeah i mean again
0: driving from ann arbor stinks it's, it's, I, I
1: get that i would hate that myself but, so i can fully understand that side of things
0: but we hope to see them we'll see
1: but yeah so game two of the finals coming up tomorrow on wednesday if necessary game three will be friday draft possibly the 14th we'll keep everybody updated on slack not 100 percent sure when the podcast will be back i'm sure sometime hope not too long after the finals are complete slash the draft i would think and then we'll kind of move from there
2: sounds good i did have one topic i wanted to ask you I, I forgot to slide in so uh i mean you'll be a little biased on this topic but it doesn't really matter it's fine uh who do you think at the end of the finals is going to be the finals
1: mvp Finals MVP. Uh, I'm going to give it to Riley because I'm going to say it's a sweep. I'm going to say he lets up one goal tomorrow, holds him in the game. I'm going to say he gets peppered a little bit, and I'm going to give him the MVP.
2: It's a hot take. You know, it's the curse of wearing the head of jersey. Um, I'm going to actually give it probably my my guess would be to to Pete. Um, since Pete's joined the North Stars um, they've been revitalized and even in every single series, he's kind of had that old man, like I'll show you from like the symptoms. just like cursing at the sky. He's had that old man energy and he's even scoring not more now than he used to the past couple of years. So it's just like very strange. I guess like, you know, those Greeks like wine, they get better with age. So, um, he's got one goal so far, uh, the series and he, he shuts down lines when he has to and plays even hockey. So for me, I feel like he's gonna have a big game tomorrow and is probably going to, uh, be the MVP of the series. Yeah. I, I mean, the
0: North stars have been a balanced team. You know, since the trade, you know, we get scoring from a lot of places, so, but Pete has definitely, you know, summoned the old man courage, so I have no problem, you know, if he won the Con Smythe Award, that would be great, you know, Riley would be great, but we don't even want to talk about these things. You know, we got another
2: game. To, we got another game to win. Hey, look, I, we got to put that out there because the podcast isn't going to happen between, uh, you know, I don't, Wednesday, right? So, or maybe uh, not. Yeah, considering and today's
1: the, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's pretty fair and, to say. And the Piercy
2: curse, like the, the North Stars, Piercy picked
0: against the North Stars the entire season. I don't think we lost a game the the second half of the season with Piercy picking against us. Then he picks the Tigers to beat us in the series. Then we smoke the Tigers eight one in game one and then he's on the north stars bandwagon we promptly lose to the tigers <laughs> and barely barely survive in overtime then he picks the seals to beat us now he's predicting us to win huge kiss of death we you know the band anytime piercey has jumped on the this bandwagon. bandwagon it's been bad news for the
2: north Stars. i,
1: I still haven't got my north star shirt i was promised by the auto brothers oh, so ooh, they're not gonna
2: give it to you until they win yeah we were ah. hoping to draft the Proctor. Say so he was high on my Ooh. draft board. Not anymore. Not so anymore. Hey, hey, I hear the uh, actually rumors. Thin th- 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 Maroons and North Stars look for a pre-draft trade between GMs. Ty goes to
1: Maroons and appears yeah. to goes to the North Stars. Who knows? <laughs> I, I haven't been involved in those conversations, so Anything I'd be as <laughs> possible. That's but uh,
2: what my sources say I'm like.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I think it was good to be back. Are you happy to be back in the well?
2: Great to be
0: back in the well. <laughs>
1: It's, a little, it's getting a little hot in here but uh
0: yeah it's we warm. can turn the AC on when we're out of here we can
1: turn the AC on but we are over be safe Good. perfect timing it's time